Hello, and welcome to the Shoemaker's Library. I'm your host, Kenneth Roman. Today is October 31st, and I have some treats for my listeners. First, in honor of the 25th anniversary of Gregory Maguire's Wicked, The Life and Times of the Wicked Witch of the West, I will be giving my thoughts on the story and a memory that I have of meeting the author. Then, the real treat will be hearing from some of my staff members here at the George F. Johnson Memorial Library about their favorite things to do around Halloween. So, let's start with my thoughts on Wicked. Like a handful of people who picked up the book for the first time, I was a little too young for it. The musical had just come out, and I went to Barnes & Noble to pick up the sound recording and found out that it was a book. For Christmas that year, I got the cassette recording of Wicked, and I started listening to it. And it didn't take long into the prologue to know that this was unlike the musical, and was more for an adult audience. I was probably about 13 at the time, so yes, it was a little... I was a little unprepared for that material. I would say more so because I didn't understand what was going on, other than the basic plot. For a while, I just stuck to the musical. But then, the sequels to Wicked came out, and I was a little older, and I picked them up and found I understood a bit more, and I really enjoyed them. It was not until just this past week, when I reread Wicked, The Life and Times of the Wicked Witch of the West, when I found that I understood much more of it, And I really enjoyed it, and I thought it was magical. But magical is not quite the right word, for I feel there is very little actual magic in the book version of Wicked. In my opinion, it's one of the biggest differences between the book and the musical. The musical is a lavish spectacle. The book is grounded, and I mean that in the best way. For by making these fictional characters more human, relatable... I think is what Maguire set out to achieve when he wrote the book, and I feel he succeeded by making the Wicked Witch of the West feel like you or me. By doing this, the book gives you few answers and requires you to answer some of these questions for yourself, or at least give a crack at it, for I think some of these don't have concrete answers. I met Gregory Maguire once at a dinner party with my staff here at the George F. Johnson Library. I doubt this podcast will get to him, but if by some miracle it does, hello, Gregory Maguire. It was a pleasure to meet you. So if you have not read Wicked, The Life and Times of the Wicked Witch of the West, I recommend you give it a try. It definitely started a trend of taking stock villain characters and giving them a backstory. Okay, so now we're going to get to some more fun, and I'm going to talk to some of my staff members about their fondest Halloween memories. So first off, we have Kathy Siri, our adult librarian. Hi, everyone. Glad to be here. What a fun thing to do. Good. Thanks, Ken. Thank you so much for coming up and sharing this with me. Yes. Well, I'm quite old. Not that old, but my first memories of um, Halloween really were with the Charlie Brown. It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. That was my favorite TV program at the time, and it still is. I still watch it every year. one of the questions was, what, what other Halloween memories do we have? Um, when we would go trick-or-treating, I have a brother and a sister. My brother really wasn't into candy that much, but he liked to go out. So when we got home, he would take out a few things that he wanted to eat and leave the rest to my sister and I, and that was our favorite part because <laughs> we got to add to our already huge collection. Of course, my mom got to go through it too and take what she wanted and my father, but you know, we thought that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So um, 
Another thing, growing up where I did, there was always a Halloween parade in the early evening, and that was always fun. We could participate in that. The fire trucks would go by. They would throw candy to us, and that was always kind of exciting. It was fun to be with our friends. So that's it. That's great. Thank you so much for sharing. You're welcome. Sure. Thank you. Next up, we have Erin Singleton, one of our children's librarians, talking about some Halloween memories of hers, as well as it looks like a book that she brought up. Yes. Well, my Halloween memories are a little bit tied into books. Um, Well, isn't everything. But I loved to read the scary stories to tell in the dark books by Alvin Schwartz as a kid, not only at Halloween, but all year long. But they were especially appropriate and spooky at Halloween. And I was reminded of them recently. We do still have all of them here, and they're kind of fun to look at and remember. But just recently, this book came out called Don't Turn Out the Lights. Um, It's edited by Jonathan Mayberry, but it's a tribute to Alvin Schwartz's scary stories to tell in the dark. So it's uh, stories, it's much longer than the old scary stories book, but it's a collection of all different stories that are written by others who enjoyed his stories, and, and it's kind of a tribute to him and all of those. So I have only read a few of them so far. They are pretty scary and good for Halloween, but also for any time. But those were always good stories to, um, as a kid, I would read them and then, you know, remember enough of them that I could retell them. And it would be nice and scary, especially around Halloween time when everybody was looking for spooky things to do. So that was a fun and scary part of my childhood. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing. And finally, we have Brooke Butler, one of our other children's librarians, going to talk about her favorite Halloween things. Well, I remember when I was about in fourth grade, the MTV video from Michael Jackson Thriller came out. And my girlfriends and I thought it was great. And any time that it played on MTV... We'd call each other on the phone and tell each other to turn on the TV and watch the video. And we had the dance down. And that year we did dress as the zombies. That is a lot of fun. I remember seeing Thriller for the first time. It scared me so much. (laughs) It was scary. It was scary. But we were slightly older kids at that time. So we thought we were pretty brave to watch it and be scared by it. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to my three coworkers, Kathy, Aaron, and Brooke, for coming and sharing their stories with me. I hope you've enjoyed listening as much as I've enjoyed talking to them. I hope everyone has a safe and fun Halloween. Keep reading, and thank you for listening to the Shoemakers Library. <laughs>